Welcome to the Real Freedom Podcast, where we inspire you to pursue your passion to gain time and financial freedom through opportunities in real estate. I'm your host, Mike Swenson. Let's get some real freedom together. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Real Freedom. And I just love being able to tell different stories from different people. And one of the cool things about building wealth in real estate is you get a chance to, to diversify your portfolio and do different things. And so you don't have to be 100% in the real estate space. You can get different streams of income and build and grow. And so today's guest is Edward Carrion, and he's going to talk about his journey, both in real estate and outside of real estate. Just a little quick background about him. Born in Ecuador, raised by a single mother, migrated to the United States at the age of 12 and now lives in Miami. Husband, father of two beautiful girls, a United States Marine, lots of entrepreneur stuff, which we'll talk about, started doing development, building single family homes, now moving into luxury homes, author of a couple of awesome books, which we'll link in the show notes afterwards. Edwin, we're so excited to have you on the show. Mike, thank you for having me here. And to everyone listening, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Let's get ready for an amazing show where you're going to get a lot of knowledge about real estate, business, and entrepreneurship. So talk to us about your upbringing and your story and what got you into real estate. What was it about real estate that kind of attracted you at the beginning? So interested to hear that beginning journey for you. Oh, good. Thank you for that, Mike. Well, uh, you heard a quick background on my story, right? Born in Ecuador, came to the United States when I was 12 years old, joined the military. And that's when my the real entrepreneurship journey starts where I'm about to leave the military in 2002, and I don't know what to do as a young kid, 22 years old. I have no idea what I wanted to do with my life. I had a lot of options, but not a clear path on what I wanted to do. So how did I stumble upon real estate? My mother. She's the one that said, you know what? Become a real estate developer. She, she didn't even say it. She said, become a developer. And I'm like, what's a developer? I had no idea what it was. So I had to research, and she explained to me, oh, it's very simple. Well, you go out there, you buy land, you build houses, you sell them. I'm like, I love it. Very simple, very easy to do. Let's get to it. And sure enough, that's what got me started into real estate development. Uh, my mom telling me to get into real estate is a good business. And the reason she knew it was a good business because she had a lot of clients. She's in the insurance field. And she had a lot of clients that are contractors and developers. And we'll see they're coming in, uh, building a house six, seven months later, selling the house, making tons of money. And that's what got me into real estate development. For people that are looking to get started in real estate, people looking to, to invest, what I often hear from people is, I don't know how to get started. I don't know what to do. And so they put these barriers in place to kind of stop them and keep them where they're at. So for somebody that's like, I don't know what real estate development is, to now you're jumping into it. How did you get started? What were those first couple of steps that you had to put together? Well, the first thing happened to me, right? I don't know where to, I don't know how to get started. I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. And it happens a lot in life and in every type of business that a lot of people don't take that first step because of that. But to me was that um, I needed to do something. And when we have the need of doing something, then we just figure out along the way, what is it that we need to do? How do we do it? And coming out of the Marine Corps, um, I needed to get a job. I needed to make money. I needed to become successful. And to me, it's not so much of the how am I going to do it? You know, it's like, what do I do? And mm -hmm. it's taking that first step. And I always tell everybody, if you want to do something, do it. Take the first step. It doesn't matter how you take that step. You're going to learn along the way. Are you going to make the right, the, the, are you going to take the wrong steps? Are you going to make mistakes? You definitely are. 
But now, in this age, 2023, that we're talking today, we have access to so many amazing mentors. We have access to so many people that you can find a mentor like in seconds that is going to teach you what you want to learn, whether it's business, whether it's relationship, whether it's real estate, whatever things you want to do. There's access to that. When I started back in 20, in 2002, I had none of that. I had to figure out for my own. So the first thing that I did was, yes, go find somebody that is going to give me the basic steps of how to build a house. Tell me, what do I need to do to build a house? And he gave me the first steps. He's like, go do, do this, 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 and this. And when you're done with that, come back to me. While I was trying to do the list that he gave me, the checklist that he gave me, I made tons of mistakes along the way. And, um, and I always hate it when people say, you know, I put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into something. Um, because, um, yeah, did I bleed at times, you know, digging dirt, trying to make a hole when it was, I could have paid to somebody to do it? That's the bleeding part, right, that, that people talk about. Did I sweat? Yes, I sweat because I was outside on the sun trying to get this house built. Did I have tears? No, I didn't have tears. It was joy to me because, you know, I was doing what I wanted to do. And I was making my dreams come true, becoming an entrepreneur, becoming a millionaire. So was there a lot of struggles along the way? Yes, there was plenty of struggles, especially when I went bankrupt and I lost over $20 million in 2007. That was like the biggest struggle. But look, you, know, you still have me here now living life to the fullest, being financially free, enjoying life. Uh, living in a different country, because one of the things that you said that I live in Miami, actually, I just moved to Colombia, to South America in May, and I'm going to be living here for the next uh, couple of years with my family. So it's living the life that I designed, and that's what real estate could do to anyone. What do you think about this? Because I've interviewed quite a few people that have come to the United States from other countries. And I hear people talking about, you know, the United States is the land of opportunity. And you've got a lot of people in the United States that make excuses for why they can't do something. And we see these folks come to the United States and succeed. Talk about, does it maybe have something to do with growing up somewhere else and maybe seeing the other side put a fire in you or a drive in you in a way that maybe somebody who grew up being a middle-class family or something like that, they didn't have that same drive? Or what do you think it is that was a key to your success immigrating to the United States and putting this action in place and, and seeing that success? Right. Um, so uh, there's like a couple of part questions, right? So the first part is, is the United States the land of opportunity? For sure it is. Uh, it makes it more accessible to have anything. I mean, you you have uh, people that don't have money that live in welfare, driving Mercedes, driving Cadillacs, uh, Escalades. Um, so is it an opportunity? Yes, because you can have credit and you could acquire anything you wanted in the United States. It's much easier to acquire things. Um, now that I live in Colombia, are there opportunities here? There's plenty of opportunities. But one of the things that I'm noticing right now is that the mindset is not right. And a lot of people don't have the right mindset to be able to tackle those opportunities, to take advantage of those opportunities, right? And when we talk about mindset, then we start talking about what I just mentioned a minute ago, is having the need. When we start having the need for something, that's the moment we really start taking action. So a lot of people in the United States they don't see, they're not grateful for all the opportunities that they have. So therefore they don't have the need to become successful because they know that the government is going to bail them out. They know that, you know, they, they just want to live like below, you know, just like at the poverty level. 
and they don't want to push themselves. They don't see the need of really getting out of that and moving on to the next phase of their lives. And uh, the one example that I always put that the moment that you're drowning, you're going to do whatever it takes to try to survive. So, so that because of the need to survive. So in life is the same thing. You need to have that need to grow. You need to have that need to succeed. You need to have that need to be a good parent. You need to have that need to be a good son. You need to have a need for something. And then you are going to take action on that and become really good at that when you have that need instead of a want. Now, you had mentioned about the importance of mindset. I really love reading books, thinking about mindset, planning, that sort of stuff. What do you do to to sharpen your mindset as you've grown professionally and your business has grown? Uh, One of the things that I do is constantly continue investing in myself and realizing that I am the biggest asset um, that I could have in my life. You know, my cars, my watches, the, the, the investment properties that I have, those are now my assets. The biggest asset that I have is myself. So I just have to constantly continue investing in myself in order for me to be leveling up. And when I talk about investing in myself, I'm talking about not only into business. Okay, what am I going to do next? What's going to be the next business? I'm talking about investing in myself into, you know, being raised by a single mother means that my marriage is set to fail. So because I don't want to have a failed marriage, I want to have a successful marriage, I have to invest in myself into hiring the right therapist, the right marriage counselor to teach me how to be a good husband, because I don't know what that is, you know, to be a good father, like I have to learn and I have to surround myself by the right people, by the fathers that are there, that are an example for me uh, in order to learn how to be a good father. And the same thing goes for business, investing in myself with the right mentors. If I want to get to $100 million, then my mentor has to be making $100 million. If my mentor, uh, if I want to have a Lamborghini, my mentor has to have at least two Lamborghinis because now he's the one that's going to teach me how to get there and how to acquire those things. Uh, You can't have a mentor that, to mentor you that hasn't acquired the things that you want or it's not at the level that you want. And a lot of people don't give value to that and don't believe in investing in the right mentors because they see as throwing money away. And unfortunately, you have to do your due diligence when you hire a mentor, right? Because there's a lot of like fake it till you make it rules nowadays. But if you do the right due diligence, you are going to find the right heart center person that fits your values, that fits your beliefs, that is where you want to get to. And that's where you invest your money in. And you'll see the return uh, 10x, like Grant Cardone says, you'll see the 10x returns uh, right away. Well, and it's interesting that you mentioned that because what you hear from a lot of people is, well, I can find all the information on the internet, right? I can go watch a and YouTube you video. I can go learn something. Yes, the information's out there. And yet knowing how to apply it, when to apply it, what steps to take, and maybe what information to forget is really that key that having a good mentor can show you. Right. And, and it's true. You have all the information out there, right? Like my book, I'll, I'll put an example, my book, my book. Uh, Secrets of the Millionaire Gold Buyer. That book right there is going to teach you how to succeed in any economy because I detailed everything that I did from A through C. It's just like an artist. He puts out a song. You could buy that. You could listen to that song every single day on the internet, right? And you're going to learn the lyrics. But what do people do? They pay for that ticket to go to that concert, right? Because they want to see the artist live. And when you see the artist live, he's going to deliver that song on a different tune, on a different remix, on a different way that is going to be like, wow, this song is better. Like, why didn't they make it like that? So the same thing when you hire a mentor. Yeah, you could go and find everything online. You can learn everything online. 
But when you really invest yourself and you get that mentor, that mentor is going to tell you other things. that Oh, might tell you exactly the same thing that you heard online or you read on a book, but you might, might tell you in a little different way that is going to hit directly to you, that is going to make that shift that you've been wanting to do. But because online, you're not going to get that. So you pay the extra to have that experience with a mentor. And then when you start paying that one-on-one, like the VIP, like when you go to the concert backstage and you pay that one-on-one with your mentor, now the shift is tremendous. Like the growth is just like a hundred times X because it just moves a lot faster. Now you're working directly with you on you. What are your pain points? What is it that the thing that you're not doing? Uh, why did you do this? Why did why didn't did you do this this way? Maybe if you do it this way, uh, let me connect you with somebody that's gonna help you do this. And the growth is tremendous just because of that. Talking about growth, we haven't touched too much on the real estate side here. So, you know, when you first were developing, you, t- you talked about, you know, you, you learned what to do, you followed the instructions, but then we also know that you shifted from single family homes to more of the luxury end. Talk about that career development for you as you learned and iterated and got better and maybe faced some challenges, how that real estate side of the business grew. Yes. Um, so when I started, of course, I wanted money, right? And just like a lot of people, we don't have that millionaire mindset yet set up at the beginning when we start in business. We think, okay, I want to make $100,000. And when you start making $100,000, you realize like, you know, I could be making a million. And to me, that was the shift that happened to me that while I was hustling, uh, like a lot of young entrepreneurs do, building 20 homes at the same time, you know, running like a chicken without an egg from here to here to here to here to do all these projects to make a million dollars. I realized that a developer friend of mine is building one house and making a million dollars. I'm like, huh, I need to do this. You know, this is less effort, less time, and the same payout. So we have to make sure that we adapt to things like that and, and we continue improving as we're learning our skills, our trade, whatever we're doing, right? So at the moment, it's like, okay, you know what? I need to graduate from building single family homes, you know, homes that are worth two hundred to $300,000, and I want to be building those multi-million dollar homes. I want to build those homes. And to me, that was always on my foresight. I'm going to be building multi-million dollar homes. I'm going to be building a multi-family developments. And sure enough, I started doing that. I went from the smaller single family homes where the client will get, uh, will cry for an extra $100 uh, that I was going to charge them for a light fixture where uh, now a client will tell me, you know, I don't like this kitchen. And I tell them it's going to be $50,000 extra. And he'll tell me, I didn't ask you how much it was going to cost. I told you what I wanted. So it's like you shift. At the moment that you shift, you realize that you don't have to work as much and you don't have to go work hard to make a lot of money. And that's one of the biggest deciding factors. Like when you really start working for the things that you want versus working for the money, you start getting and you start growing in in every aspect of your life. So that was the shift for me in real estate. understanding where my value was and how much I wanted to work and how much I was worth in order for me not to go crazy and build a lot of developments. That's why nowadays I only build uh, one uh, luxury home every couple of years because that one luxury home is going to make me a few million dollars. And so the the lesson there, because people getting into the real estate industry, sometimes I think feel like they have to have it all figured out. And so many people, it's you just got to get started to get better. And for you, yes. you you grabbed the bull by the horns, you jumped in, and then you realized, okay, over time, I'm going to get a little bit better, a little bit smarter, a little bit more strategic, have a bigger profit margin. And like you said, now 
you know, build a home every couple of years and you can do the same or more as what you did when you were grinding early on in the business. Yes, exactly. And and with that, again, as you start going and you start surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals, you start hiring the mentors, that the mentors open up your opportunities to bigger things, right? Okay, you know, like my biggest mind shift was when I was building two million dollar homes and I'm talking about to my with my mentor that he builds $20 million homes. I'm like, Frank, what did you do to build $20 million homes? Like, what's, like, how do you get from there to there? It's like, it's just another house. All you do is add a zero at the end. I'm like, wow, is that easy? He's like, yeah. I'm like, and it really makes sense, right? It's just adding another zero to the end. The same thing that I did from going from $200,000 or $300,000 homes to $3 million homes. I just added a zero at the end. The same thing is a bigger house because when I'm building 10 houses, uh, I'm doing 20,000 square foot in total of construction. Now I'm going and building 10,000 square foot in construction and I'm getting paid the same amount of money mm-hmm. and I'm working a lot less. So talk about some of the additional things now that you've done in addition to the real estate. What else have you added on? You mentioned the gold buying. You've got a book about that, but talk about some of those other streams of income. Yes. Um, everybody talks about having multiple streams of income, right? And, and I'm a, a huge believer of that, that you have to have multiple streams of income. But the one thing that I always tell everyone and I always share from experience that every time that I jump from one industry to another one is because this one industry was already set up for success, was already running by itself. Um, so currently I, I, I manage four companies. One of them is a transportation company. And that one, um, I, I even got to the point where each one of my businesses have a different meaning for me, right? So my transportation company is my cash flow business. That's the business. That gives me my daily cash flow uh, to pay for all my expenses and everything else. And then I have my real estate development company, which is my wealth creation vehicle. That vehicle, uh, take money from my cash flow, leftover money from my cash flow, invest it into my real estate development company, and I continue creating my wealth. And that wealth is going to be created for generations. And it creates the passive income and uh, uh, financial freedom that we talked about, right? And from there then you realize that you need to have passive income as well. So the passive income are investments into my technology company. We're investing to the Forex market. And that starts continue bringing some passive income, meaning that things that I don't have to work for much, things that I just put money aside and it's going to continue building money little by little. It's not going to give me the huge returns that I get in real estate development. It's not going to give me the huge returns that I get on my business, but it's going to give me slow, steady returns. And the last one is my legacy building, right? My legacy type, which is taking individuals, taking entrepreneurs that want to grow the business, that want to scale their company and teach them how to grow a business, how to become successful, how to exit their company for millions, because I have done that already. I've had two exits and teach them how to scale their company. But then at the end, I end up investing my own capital with my students because I believe in what I teach. And I also uh, I think the two best investments aside from investing in yourself that you can make, number one is real estate. And the second one is investing in small businesses. And that's why I invest in my students' businesses. Awesome. And talk a little bit too about your life, time and financial freedom. So talk about that time freedom, how that's changed. Obviously, you mentioned being in Colombia, being able to move there with your family. You've you've afforded yourself the ability to do that. But talk about how your life has changed a result of the work that you've did with your, your different businesses. I'm living my dream life, right? And it's always uh, living by design, setting up to live the life that you desire. 
um, having all the toys, all the material things that you dreamed of. So I had had all of those, the cars, the watches, the planes, the yachts, uh, all of that. And, you know, the good thing with that is that it made me create amazing experiences with my family, being able to do anything when I want, whenever I want. And one of those dreams was always to live abroad and to show my kids, to teach them their culture. And that's what we're doing right now, you know, living that life where I'm able to work from anywhere, uh, still maintain my businesses, but I don't have to be tied up to a 40-hour week. You know, my time to manage all my businesses, I'm working like around 10 to 20 hours per week, you know, at the most. Now, the one that I'm putting a lot of time and effort is right now is my mentoring business, my coaching business, which is a new one. But that's because I want to grow that. I want to help as many people as I can. Not because I have to, but because my other businesses create my passive income, my financial freedom. It's just like something that God told me that I need to do. It's like God said, you know, I asked God, what do I need to do? And he said, it's like, you need to share the talent that I gave you, which is teach people how to live life to the fullest, how to become, how to live a fulfilled life. Because a lot of people focus only on business and their marriage goes down, goes down, or their themselves and their family. But sometimes they focus too much on themselves and then their business never grows. So it's learning how to have that balance between those and how to continue growing little by little and understanding that you need to have faith in God, uh, into Buddha, into whatever you believe in, but also have faith in yourself and believe in yourself that you were put in this earth because this earth is full of abundance and you can have anything your heart desires. Just mentioning, you know, believing in yourself. You also mentioned about declaring bankruptcy back in 2007. And we've talked about mindset. So string that together for me, for people that are struggling, people that are having challenges, difficult things they have to overcome. You've gone through some difficult challenges. How do you keep yourself moving through that? Right. And I'll just put it to you. Yesterday in my inner circle, I had a friend of mine come and speak. And she put it very in a very way that I, that I loved as well, was that you could only complain for so much or you could only grieve for so long. But grief, continue grieving and continue complaining is not going to get you anywhere. You have to cry for a couple of days and then take action and move it forward. And that's pretty much what I did, right? I felt sorry for myself when I went bankrupt. I felt like a loser. I felt like a failure. I felt like I was never going to amount to anything ever again because of what I did. I'm like, how can I get back to $20 million? You know, I mean, this was a huge accomplishment for me from coming from nothing. And then how do I go back to that? And then the moment that I started feeling sorry for myself, the moment I said, you know what? I would get the hell up, uh, make it again. If you did it once, you could do it again. And with that mentality, I went back and I built it again in less than two years. I was back on top again, making millions, uh, working five hours per week. Um, making sure that I did not make the same mistakes that I made the first time around because I learned from my mistakes. And that's one of the things that some people keep doing. They continue on the hamster wheel because they continue making the same mistakes over and over again. And when you do the same thing over and over again, that's the key to success. But you have to make sure that you're doing the right thing over and over again to be successful. Yeah, because that's what they say. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Yes, Real estate agents, are you tired of letting the busyness of life get in your way from achieving your real estate investing goals? I'm super excited to announce we've created the Real Freedom Investor Agent Tribe. It's a place for you to come, get educated, and network with others so that you can make sure that you're hitting your real estate investment goals. So find out more on our website, realfreedom.com. Click on the store link. We've got a membership. We've got a mastermind group and some private coaching as well. 
check it out. I've priced it super low. The goal is to get you in, not have price be a determining factor to keep you from your goals. So come check it out, schedule a call with me, and we're happy to see where your real estate journey is gonna take you. For people that wanna learn more about you, connect with you a little bit more, how can they do that? Yes, the best thing is go through my website, edwincarrion.com. There's a link to all my social media channels in there. Um, and, and if you have any questions, come in and ask me. I'm a, a human just like you, a normal person, just like any of you listening out there. Ask a question. The question that doesn't get asked, doesn't get answered. Um, that's the first thing. And the second thing is that my gift to you is go to my website, download my book for free, Nine Secrets for a Successful Life and Business. It's going to get you started into really understanding what are the key things that not only myself, but a bunch of my millionaire friends do in order to become successful in life and in business. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing. And I'm just going to quick mention here, you said reach out to you. There's so many times where we create content and we say reach out. I actually just created a video last night where I posted people struggling, people wanting to know what is the next step? What should I do? And you've got people like yourself that say reach out and then people don't reach out. <laughs> and so what I want to remind people is if you're listening to this episode, Edwin is saying to reach out. So that means to take action and reach out. The people that are going to have the things like Edwin has are the people that take action and not the people that just go consume this podcast and then go move on to something else. And so it's important that you take action. So obviously you've learned a lot. You've talked about the importance of mentoring, helping people along the way, and that's what you're willing to do. And so if you're in this spot right now and you want to change your life, you want to figure out what that next step is, reach out to Edwin, have a conversation and point them in the right direction. Help them give them a couple of tidbits of what they need to do to be able to move forward. Thank you. Yes, yes. And, and just like Mike said, you know, uh, it's not about changing because we all change with time. Time never stops. So we all continue changing, but it's make sure that you improve with time. Well, thank you so much, Edwin, for coming on the show. We appreciated all that you shared with us. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Mike. And to everyone out there, if you don't know where you're going, you will eventually get there.